0: Welcome to the Geopats podcast, where we scratch your cultural curiosity itch by talking to many different people from all over the world about very niche topics like books and the internet, podcasting, coffee, and more. This month for NAPOD MOPO, international podcast posting month where we post every single day of the month, we're focused on just the language show because we need to be and I love geeking out and talking about languages. This is episode 18. We are rotating between conversations or recordings from people about very specific parts of uh, Mandarin Chinese versus English, and in a few cases, Japanese. So dig back into the previous 17. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by some of the things we've learned about the differences between those two languages. What I want to do today is to get on my soapbox. <laughs> it's beggy. I'm going to get beggy, which is not a word but it should be. Why do I want to get on my soapbox? I love the guests I have on this podcast. I am forever grateful of their time, their expertise, their brain power, and their ability to talk to someone me who is at such a low level of Mandarin Chinese about such nuanced and deep complicated aspects of trying to use the language. I appreciate them so much, but I, ha- I feel like I have to put a bookmark to the experts and reiterate, as I may have a few times before, but not enough, how much I want people from other levels to come on the show. What's the soapbox moment? The soapbox moment is that when we first start with Mandarin Chinese, there's a surge of excitement. And then there's the knowledge of how much work needs to be done. And then from what I can tell from my conversations with people on and off the mic, there's years of feeling like you're not worthy in talking about the language because you're not a quote unquote expert. There's years of feeling that you constantly have to apologize for your tones, your structures, your language in general, that everything you're doing is wrong. I am guilty of this. I realized as I was editing Ryan's episodes that you just heard the past three days, that how much I apologize for my own lack of language expertise often, often, and often, and often. And I really love how focused Ryan was on just doing it just read, just speak, just use the damn language. He didn't say that. I'm paraphrasing. But really, so many of us get caught up in the mistakes. And oh, I think it only gets worse the more we know. And I think there's something really, really powerful that we can take away from Ryan's story, Ryan's language story. And a lot of the other guests that have been on this podcast, they ignore, the, not ignore the mistakes, they learn from the mistakes and they're proud of their progress as they go. And I think th- we can all do that but we have to stop apologizing for our language as we go. My husband has a saying where he's like you're you're doing laps around everybody who's on the couch. This intense knowing of how much is ahead of us, compiled with the humbleness of knowing that we're not at a strong part leads to a lot of people that I ask when they're at the beginning or even six months, one year, one and a half year stage of learning and using Mandarin Chinese, it leads to a lot of them saying, Ah, oh, I just I'm not ready. Or I don't have anything to say. Or I don't feel comfortable coming on the show yet. And I respect that. And I'm of course I'm not gonna call out names. What kind of mean person do you think I am? But oh please stop. Cameron, who came on the show he has a podcast called Mandarin by Mistake. He is, like me, very busy trying to squeeze language learning into his, his daily life, that kind of thing. He came on the show. And we did a before snapshot of where he is in his language learning. And in February or March 2020, he's going to come back and do like a six-month check-in. And I would love to have more people come on and do that kind of thing. Where like once every three, four, five, six months, whatever they have time to do, come in and update us on what they've done. What challenges, what exciting bits they learned, what quirky things are they doing? Which things did they realize about their process? I would like to have more people come on before they're fluent, before they're cemented in what part of the language they're good at or going to use in their daily life. I would love to talk to more of you about your language learning before you become that person that's used it for 20 years. And I'm not dissing the people who've come on the the podcast that have been using it a long time. Absolutely not. They have inspired me to keep going. And it'll probably take me 150 years to get where they are in 20 years. And I'm okay with that. Well, okay. And that admission we all know means I won't get to that level. And I don't care. The process is part of the fun for me. And let's admit it, learning languages as you age, I'll be 48 next month, so trust me, I'm thinking about this. Learning languages as you age helps you kind of fend off a lot of the cognitive degeneration that happens, meaning a lot of the brain fog and the slowing down of the body and the brain that happens can be somewhat averted. It can be put off if you learn languages. So worst case scenario in my Mandarin Chinese language studying, and this is not why I'm doing it, but it's an extra benefit, is that it'll keep all of my cognitive functions stronger than if I didn't study languages.
1: Hi, my name's Cameron and I'm a language learner. Sometimes I feel we could use an anonymous support group where
0: we could get together and share the problems that come when learning a language. That's why I started my podcast, Mandarin by Mistake, where I talk about my experiences in teaching myself Mandarin Chinese. So you get to hear the good, the bad, and the definitely
1: ugly side of my language learning experience.
0: If you'd like to join in on the therapy, head on over to my Instagram page, which is mandarin.by.mistake, or just search Mandarin by Mistake on Podbean or iTunes. And I look forward to speaking to you soon. The point is, I want more people to talk to who are at the beginning stages of language learning, of Mandarin Chinese. And to be quite honest with you, if you are studying any language that is extremely different than your first script, if that is English, which it has to be in order for us to have these conversations, then that means... and. This is not an inclusive list. Um, that means Mandarin Chinese, Japanese, Arabic. I believe Nepalese, Sanskrit. Gosh, there are so many different scripts that don't use the Latin script. So, if you are going to, are or have learned, don't forget the have. I have enough have people. I adore you. I will never refuse you when you want to be a guest. But I want more are starting and at the beginning stages people. If you're switching scripts and learning a language that's extremely different than your first, uh, than your first language. I want to talk to you at different stages, at different stages of your language learning. So requirements, are you ready? You must be able to communicate about language in English because that is the one sole language I am fluent in. The irony of me loving talking about languages and having a strong language teaching background are not lost on me when I say I am only fluent in English at this point in my life. Don't you worry, you cannot shame me more than I already shame myself. I'm trying requirement number 2 <laughs> is that you like talking about languages <laughs> cuz i think number 2 is pretty self-explanatory, right? Yeah. Cuz some of our conversations get to be about you know 60 minutes, 90 minutes long and you need to be you need to be into that. Number 3 is that you're switching scripts, again, Latin script to something else that is much more intricate than the Latin script. I am switching to German in January of 2020, but there's only a few differences. So technically, if that's you, for now, we're going to say wait a little bit longer. I want to get some other scripts on here before we do uh, language geeking with scripts that are very similar to Latin. Yeah, for now, flippin' scripts. Oh, that would be an interesting name. to th- No, We're not changing names. Stop it. Number four, you have the ability to come back on the podcast a few different times. Completely flexible how we do that. We can either meet on person online or I can send you questions and you can record them. The first option there is my favorite, but I am flexible. As you can see from the experimentation that has been going on during Pod Mopo, I have been experimenting with different ways to capture people's voices so that I have more ways than just a one-on-one with time zone nightmares in the mix. And the most important thing is that if you like to talk about the language learning that you're doing, that we get you on the show and that we connect and then we get to know each other because this space, this the space that has been created by this language show and before it, the YouTube channel that started it, is a very cool space that I adore and I would like you to be in. And once you're a guest in this, you're kind of in the web. You're very much so in the um, language show Geopats podcast web. The web is not as scary as a spider's web. We don't eat you and then do whatever spiders do after they eat their prey. It's more like a fun web. Think of it more like a disco place with like sparkling lights and or calming lights whichever one you want I don't know I was just thinking of that thinking that actually doesn't really appeal to me anymore so I was thinking more of the tranquil music soothing blue lights and really comfy chairs really really comfy chairs maybe the chairs that recline back but not so much so that you never leave them because you want to get back on the trampoline and get your juices flowing the tangents are big today folks I just want you to know the world that I'm inviting you into, and I really want you to come on the show. Now, I know not everybody is as much of a ham as I am with a mic. I understand that, even though I don't feel that way. So again, we can meet one-on-one, or I can send you stuff, you can make notes, you can practice, you can record, and you can send me that. I don't care. I want to talk to you about your language learning. So, what is my soapbox? Because that sounded more like a warm, fuzzy invitation into a disco or tranquil place. Mm. The soapbox is cut it out. You are absolutely wonderful at every stage of your language learning process. You are not damaged or slow or not as good as everybody else just because you can't learn a language in three months. You are learning and growing. You're curious and you like geeking out about languages. That's the best thing in the world. Seriously, the pressure we put on ourselves, the pressure I put on myself included about how fast and how well we learn languages has got to stop. And I think one way to do that is to get more of us out there talking about how we're learning it at the beginning stages. S-T-E-P-H-F-U-C-C-I-O is my email, my website, and my handle on every single social media site. I really look forward to talking to you. I want it. I need it. We need it. We need to be okay with how we learn languages. Most of us are not quick. Most of us struggle. Let's enjoy the struggle. Let's enjoy the struggle.
1: What a lazy life you When you sleep all day long Don't you know you're doing wrong But success ain't can guess Always happy to do less An excuse every day How you gonna earn your way In the glass Can't you see all your blooming vanity So in love with yourself before anybody else. Wear a mask that you bought. Never stumble on a thought till your beauty is gone, like the whole of Babylon. Well, I hope you figure it out before you wind up getting served. The Sin of Your Excess You inspire your desire All the smoke without the fire And the blame, don't it sting? Always wanting everything Have you rest possess Now you're dead as prospering Well, I hope you figure it out Seeing red, lose your head like a stick of dynamite. Pressure gauge set to rage, demonstrate your mental age. Just a tool with some drool, like a bully out of school.